One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS, Vibraphone for the ladies. Franco, but not the one you think. Christ Krispies. Van Mageddon. That's sticky Golden Grams feeling. Mike Oldfield's series of tubes. Silly Rabbit, Dunaways for kids. Lucky Charms and potatoes. The Venn diagram of Barbie video games and chattering teeth. Poots and duty. Taking the week off like normal people. Covers don't count. I'm in trouble deep. My mom always told me if I constricted the sciatica, I would get hairy palms. I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedians on Bernie Mac getting coffee. Recommending what comes after four, or was it three? And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And I think we're ready to hit it. Here we go in three, two, one. Every half hour in this London factory, he has to match for color one of the freshest bits. Football is back, and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on OutKick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Some of the best football guests, from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekends. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas, and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow skits in the world with one of the stalest. Let's go already! The Morning Stream is muy caliente! Hello, everyone, and welcome to TMS. It's uh, Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. We don't have too many days left of this year, Brian. We really don't. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you know, as far as this show's concerned, Mm-mm. it's this and tomorrow and then a couch party. Are we doing a couch party I don't even Friday? know if we are. Oh, we're Friday... probably doing a uh, gaming, gaming yeah. party. No, I don't even know if we're doing that. We're doing the, oh, no, that's Saturday. We're doing our um, 
the three thirty thing. Saturday three thirty is our uh, right, right, right. Our, so our I guess we would be doing club. it. We would be a play date this weekend, right? Would be a play date, yeah, play date. Uh, so we got to decide if we want to do that uh, Friday or Saturday because we alternate. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do Friday, sometimes we do Saturdays because sometimes people work and they can't make it. To sure, things, so sure. I guess I guess you and I'll just have to talk offline to figure that out because yeah. I just just remembered it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just started thinking about it, but I was thinking when if we yeah. do whatever our next play date is, we have to try that new Among Us mode where you just get chased by one bad guy. You seen? Have you seen this? Have you seen no, this? No, no. But it's not the it's not the uh, VR one, right? No, it no, doesn't no. Doesn't work with the original. No. Doesn't work with the original uh, <laughs> Oculus. What the heck? What man? the freak, man? No, this is so. Jeez. Back at the Game Awards, they announced in a trailer a mode for the for yeah. traditional Among Us, which is basically one of you is this horrible creature mm-hmm. and the rest of you are hiding from that creature. And so yeah. you're whoever it is. And you, it's not like a thing where you have to guess who's who this is like a totally different mode, right? Different, totally different mode. Yeah. yeah. So you go hide. It's hide and seek basically is what it is, okay. but it works All really right. well. I played a few public games and, um, I really want to play that with people. So cool. Looking how, forward so to it. multiple people. They're just the, the high, everybody that's playing as a hider, except for one person who is a, who is a seeker. Yeah. So you start the okay. game and it goes, all right, there's 12 of you, uh, 11 of you are on the run. One of you has the thing and the lights are off. So, yeah, I was going to say it would have to yeah. be because otherwise it's like, oh, well, you're hiding behind the generator. Oh, you're you're sitting in the captain's chair. Jeez. Exactly. And it, and so the only time you see people is when you get within that little circle of view. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's intense, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's play it. Sounds okay. great. All right. I'm in too. I think it sounds like fun. Uh, we got an email to help us understand. And uh, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry about yesterday, everybody. I had some stuff with my mom, and uh, I actually hope that translated to some good stuff with Brian, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but somebody, so we were talking about these instruments, like, you know, xylophone style with the keys, right. and you're hitting them with the, the ones the you mallets. hit with the mallets. Right, yeah, exactly. that whole thing. Well, yeah. somebody mm-hmm. gave us some clarification, and I went ahead and did a little extra work so that we had oh. some audio. Of these. Oh, great. I was hoping, you know, I was thinking, God, when I, when I saw this in our show notes, I was thinking, oh, if I, if I had the time, I'd find some examples in my library of songs that use these. So good. Yeah. Glad you did. Yeah, this is a lot more, a lot more, uh, I think, educational here for kids. It's more, this is an immersive experience, as they say in Las Vegas. That's right. Line your kids up. It's time to learn. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this email's from Jeff. Occasionally, let's see, W1 Lujang. I guess so. In the chat? I don't know how you say that, pronounce it. One Lu Jang. One Lu Jang. Anyway, he says, uh, regarding those instruments, here's the rundown of them. The the marimba is made out of wood, usually rosewood, and is really big and mellow. Here's what that sounds like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big finish right here. Pretty sure it's the beginning of the of a Zelda song or something. It's pretty good. Anyway, then he goes on to say the xylophone, the one we all think of, also made of wood, but much higher pitched, more likely to be found in orchestras and Brady Bunch soundtracks. He says. So here, this is the. I feel like this is the one we've all heard. So Oh yeah, this is like oh. Yeah, it's uh, Yogi Bear coming down the stairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, d- 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 it's the, a flight of the bumblebee. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it reminds me of 
Oh, I dream of genies. What I think of for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. It's when uh, when Fred Flintstone is bowling and he does that little tippy toe walk down the. Uh, oh yeah, down the, down the lane. That's almost a guarantee. <laughs> that's a xylophone. You're, I'm, yes, I'm sure exactly. of it. Yes. Then there's the vibraphone. Okay. Uh, he says this is just made for of, the ladies. Yeah, right? this is for the ladies. It's made of metal and uh, has a pedal which allows you to keep the pitch going and the motor. There's like an actual motor on this thing, which drives the fan that also causes the vibrato, hence the name vibraphone. Think jazz and loungy sounds, and here's what that sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 70s vibe. Totally. This is like your combustible Edison, your uh, Esquivel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Well said. Actually, actually, I think Esquivel probably all three. Every every song he does has to contain one of those three instruments. Yeah, it's required by his law yeah. that he's established. I love, I love Esquivel. Like that's, you know, we were talking about music that um, that I tell you about, like that Mark Mothersbaugh Christmas album, oh, yeah. and the Shaggy uh, Sinatra album. Uh, after the show, put on a little Esquivel today, okay. Scott. I'm well, I guess after after DTNS because you got a busy day, don't you? Yeah. Well, no DTNS today. They they okay. uh, they took the week off like normal people. And, uh, <laughs> Why didn't we do that? Damn yeah, it. we're just like you know we're gonna just keep the fun rolling here on TMS. But yeah, I don't have that. I do have uh, play retro later. So and I got to play a bunch of Barbie games before that. <laughs> uh, freaking Dunaway, what has he done to me? Uh, Barbie games. Anyway, uh, so then he goes on to finally say the glockenspiel, which we did bring up as well. He says, or sometimes referred to as bells, are the very high-pitched metal instruments common in orchestras. And that's what this sounds like. Oh, and don't mind this guy's noisy room, but... I feel like he did it at the yeah. office while everybody was walking That's around. Right, exactly. Everybody was walking down the yellow brick road uh, yeah. while he was playing that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Glockenspiel. You know what else? You know, it's really good if you have uh, Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells uh, mm. album mm-hmm. uh, because he, you could. I think he goes through. Does he go through all of those? I know. He. I know. At one point. I think right before Tubular Bells, he says Glockenspiel, and it's. So side one is the basically the the exorcist theme. That's exactly how it goes, and Linda Blair is spinning her head in her grave right now. Yeah. Uh, but then the the B side is one long track that has this kind of you know constant and and then it's like. Uh, he goes through every instrument, I guess, that he has in his orchestra that he has access to, and uh, and he announces each one right before right before he plays it. So, it's, um, electric guitar. It's <laughs> a weird thing okay. to do, isn't it? A little bit. It is. It's cool. It's a really cool thing, and it's a great like it's <laughs> for a twenty-five minute song. And I do have it on vinyl. I should put it in my. Uh, little uh little holder frame holder it's a great album to uh um to listen to i think he's the one is he is he not the one announcing it's like some famous star right and doing the tubular oh I have, I have no idea i thought it was him i assumed it was him that does all that talking but maybe it's not him. um it might be him although why what's crazy is how old this is 1972 or three or something i know yeah 50 years old that funny thing. because uh uh, let's see. Steve Broughton of the Andrew Broughton Band. Da, 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 da. 
I mean, he didn't write tubular so. bells for the Exorcist. The Exorcist just used stuff for a track for for back. I believe stuff. so. Yes, because otherwise the it'd be weird to have because there's an official soundtrack to the movie, and then there's tubular yeah. bells, which is a whole separate thing. But it's it's using tracks God, like, and that um, oh. and that 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 Exorcist theme um, when you listen to the full version by Mike Oldfield. Um, there's a there's a point that you never hear in the movie soundtrack that it turns good. into yeah there is right there okay. here, here comes our YouTube uh, yep. uh, YouTube robots <laughs> are out that's right yep. um, there's a point where it goes into electric guitar very fuzz very distorted electric guitar and that as a kid freaked me out because this was the album I have was was my uh, stepdad's mm. and. Uh, I took it with me when I moved out. <laughs> oh. um, but uh, yeah, it goes, you know, you hear the regular thing that you know from the Exorcist, and then it kicks into these electric guitars, and it's such a crazy, freaky, demonic sound that these things have with all the distortion. Um, completely freaks me out. So if you, you know, I don't know if it's, it's got to be streaming somewhere, but if it is, go listen to uh, Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. Oh, yeah, it's it's on everything. You can get it everywhere. Is it good? Yeah. Good. YouTube's got the whole thing. You got it on Apple Music and Spotify. Oh, cool. and all yep, that. there it is on Apple Music right there. Yes. It's four tracks, mm-hmm. Tubular Bells Part One, Tubular Bells Part Two, and then and then really it's just a couple of uh singles that uh were added to the remaster or something. Yeah. That thing is considered like a like a classic among classics, that thing. Totally is. Yeah. I should three D print the tubular bells. Oh, you should do it. At that famous you know, yeah, famous the big, album cover. It's very, very cool. The remaster is just a big fifty. They just put that out this year. Oh, really? Yeah. And they've they've he's come out with sequels too. He's like come out with Tubular Bells two and Tubular Bells three, and I don't know what those uh, what those are. Hmm. A bunch of bells made out of tubes. <laughs> just keep it going. Like you sequels know, sequels to the album. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, just keep right. it going. Anyway, thank you, cool. Jeff. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, there you go. love that. Uh, I also would like to share how I lost Whamageddon this year. <laughs> would you now, like? This will be interesting because I wasn't sure. Is Whamageddon? I thought it ended at Christmas, but maybe it doesn't. Oh, I don't. That's a good question because this audio was recorded shortly after. But so I guess I, I won if we're counting Christmas Day. I lost mm-hmm. if we're counting before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's how I lost. Okay. This is the version I heard. I gave him a hug. Wait the next day. I gave it away. <laughs> He's here. I stay in my tears. I give it someone's best food. So if you're gonna lose, that's how you. That's how you should do Technically, it. Technically, you didn't lose. That's a cover. Yeah, uh, that's covers, true. That's a cover. uh, covers don't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how does it rank on your scale of did you do anything unique with your cover or did you just do it like? No, it, it, he definitely put it into his own style. Yeah. So it's uh, I like you know the acapella is a nice take. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's really good. <laughs> I like uh, slight changing of some of the lyrics. Yeah. I think you mentioned a hug. Yeah, I said a hug. Like, I gave gave me my hug or gave you my yeah. hug. Yeah. yeah, gave you my hug. You yeah. gave it away. That's a good point. He really did make it yeah. his own. So uh, yeah, he made it his own. So good job, uh, man. Merry Christmas. Five, five out of five. Uh, <laughs> I agree. And if you're gonna lose, that's the way to do it. I say. Yeah. Is have some like you said, you still haven't lost. You're still in the game, Scott. If you haven't heard the Wham version, mm-hmm. you are still playing. And I don't know if it goes until January first or if it ends at Christmas. But yeah, I got uh, lucky. This somebody year. else needs to clarify. I, I will say, uh, 
Taylor had no idea he knew how to. He didn't. She didn't know he knew the song. He just suddenly started singing it, and so they recorded it. So that's a weird thing. I guess you know you hit a certain stage when you're a little kid, and you start to imprint things you hear, especially music. Music starts to become you know memory, and then one of my favorite stories is is Tristan. You know, we're working on a little scale model of. um, the Sydney Opera House mm. for a school thing. Yeah. So I'm helping him with folding the paper because it's like a paper folding deal. Yeah. And um, uh, and David Bowie's changes. I, I mean, I have my phone on shuffle and we're listening to music and David Bowie's changes comes on and he starts singing along with it because, and you know, he's like, Eight, I think, mm-hmm. or nine, or something, seven, eight, uh, because it was there was a cover of it on the Shrek soundtrack that he listened <laughs> to all the time, and so he's just singing along with the words, and I'm like, "How do you know this song? Like, this is yeah. you are like a level at this, uh, this you know, with this." Uh, That's funny. I wonder how many kids, especially his, his generation, there's so much of that in the in the era they grew up, the early aughts. Yeah. They probably glean most of that from the animation and TV and stuff they were seeing. So, yeah. All and these then classic he sang, songs. Holding out for a hero and everything went to pot. Yeah, then you're screwed. Forget <laughs> it. Just, you know, yeah, forget it after that. Crumbling, came crumbling down. Well, anyway, that was a whole lot of fun. Hey, how? It, so was, let's get that doctor update. Uh, yesterday, because of the bus being gone, it gave kind of a Brian a bigger window to try to track his doctor it down. Did, did it did. Not work? that it helped. I mean, basically, I made my... The, the earliest that they could get me in for an appointment was... Um, uh, was it three uh, thirty? So I didn't get in until you know lay, way late afternoon. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, and my regular uh, GP that we see was not available, so um, had to go to whoever drew the short straw for Christmas week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, but it was uh, it, it worked out really well. So he basically uh, asked me a few questions, and and he says, "All right, well here's here's the deal. It's your lumbar four lumbar four and five are what are causing you problems. And he showed like a little map that um, kind of shows you which areas going down your leg are controlled by um, different, uh, different lumbar mm. in your spine. And so it's like, Whoa, okay. It goes, you know, lumbar four goes down to your shins basically. And it's kind of amazing. So right. he figured out which things, you know, were causing pain. He, had me rate things on a scale of one to 10, what I could do, what I couldn't do. And he kind of contradicted slash clarified, um, something that the, the, uh, urgent care doc wasn't super clear on, which is urgent care doc said, yeah, if it starts hurting, whatever you're doing, then stop doing it. It, Mm. You know, you're going to cause more problems, not completely, accurate because you do want to keep stretching if you stop as soon as there's even the hint of pain it's just going to get worse and worse so you've got to do some stretching you've got to get into that first you know when things get to level two three maybe you just got to keep pushing it and and um and not stop when there's you know when you get to level one uh then he also put me on some uh steroids and continued me on the non-drowsy muscle relaxants that the um Ooh, nice. The Brian's going to be all roided up, baby. Woo! Right. That's Woo! right. And heat only. like uh, No cold. Uh, Interesting. No, no mm. cold. Um, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor, as a physical therapist, said, yeah, you want to do, you want to alternate heat and cold. And he said, yeah, if you're seeing good results with the cold, you can do it. But for something like this, you don't want to have your, you don't want to constrict anything around the sciatica. Yeah. So. I think I remember hearing that too. So that's good to have that confirmed. 
So yep, so exactly. so now so those uh, uh, the non drowsies. Can you have those yeah. any time of the day? Do you feel like you're going to fall over? Like how do those work? Those- yeah, I can have them any time of the day. They make me a little tired, but not like <laughs> like like you know. Yeah, just, <laughs> you're going to fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so. <laughs> You know, uh, I'll probably, I took one this morning. I'm still standing up, so that's good. And uh, and I'm standing up also because this this mat I have has all these bumps and ridges and things like that that I can kind of do, you know, heel stretches and toe stretches and things like that. That's good. And well, that's good then. So no no uh, cortisone yeah. shots or whatever the heck that is? Or is that what the steroid Not, is? Um, the steroids are a tapering set of pills. So it's like seven days, but you go down from seven to one pills and it tells you what time of day to take them all. Oh, wow. Um, so that you, you know, you, you kind of hit them hard, but taper down and not get hooked on these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're pills as opposed to shots. And so I, by Saturday, it. you'll want to snap into a Slim Jim with all those right. steroids. Give some roid rage. Yeah, <laughs> some roid rage over at the Ibbett house. Watch out, everyone, especially Tina. Yeah. Right. So we're having the whole, the whole family over to do, uh, uh, another Christmas uh, family thing that they weren't part of the other Christmas things we did. So you doing that on the first or for, sorry, the uh, New Year's doing Eve? that on the first on yeah. New Year's day. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So after we do film sack, the whole family's coming over to do, uh, <laughs> you're, being, no, you're, I'm kidding. you're, you're generous. Uncle George and aunt Barb. And, oh, you uh, love them. They're great. I right? love them. And yeah. the, the daughters and the daughter's daughters and like all that. So it's going to be, House full of people. Those kids love the basement. Like they love coming down here, playing the pinball game, playing the covercade. Mm-hmm. You know, checking out the 3D printer and stuff like that. Oh, that's so, right. And get a tour of the, where all the cool stuff gets made. That's cool. That's right. You can go and hail some ABS fumes. Woo! Nice. I don't think we have anything fun planned that day after film sack. I think Kim and I are going to go to brunch or something. If anything's open, cool. you know. You know. Yeah, you could go see uh, Avatar. Oh, we may do that. Now. Maybe we'll do that. Because the first is a great day to see a movie. Is it? Or is that crazy? Yeah. I haven't done that ever. It's probably going to be busy, but um, get your tickets now and then you can... Uh... Okay. You know what? I'm open to this. Yeah. I'm not completely opposed to this idea that you've, that you've cool. shared. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, we are going to get Dunaway in here and on it. Okay. Yeah. He's still home, you know, had the week off. Lucky guy. At least I think so. I don't know if he's at the office or not. Pretty sure he's um, at home. Yeah, no, no. He was uh, he was off Monday, but that could just be a one-day thing, or he could have taken the whole week. Could have been a freak deal. Oh, why is that could so be. quiet? There we go. There it is. Hey, Dunaway, what are you doing and where are you? Are you home or are you at work? What are you doing? Oh. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I'm at home today. I've been off since uh, last uh, Friday, so I nice. had a good holiday time. Yeah, you lucky bastard. Cool. I want that. I want to. I, I, see, lucky. the problem is, no my- luck would luck would involve me like lucking into that. Those are conscious decisions I've made over the years to take a job that would allow me to accrue vacation time so I could just take it. That's not luck. Uh, that's that's true. just good planning. That's good planning. But my boss is a dick. That's good planning. My boss is a huge my- dick. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with him. He's Look, the worst. Don't get me wrong. 
I'm, worst I'm slave driver. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm working towards that though. I would love to be in a position where I could uh, do, do my own thing. Well, but, get, uh, get yeah. ready to to, to be, uh, be terrible about vacation and um, uh, uh, you know, you, yeah. give making sure you're, that you're covered on everything and that you're not overworked and all <laughs> well, that. There's well, right something you said for that, man. Like, you know, when you've got a boss, it's like, all right, I get, I'm forced to take days off that I, you know, that I might not take if I were working for myself. Yeah. For myself, right, right I have like I'm no, doing... I have no worker rights. Great. I don't do any of that. Yeah. That no. all, that's all yeah. bull crap. Yeah. This thing where you're all protected out there in the world because there's certain rules about the workplace. Yeah. They don't make you do it when it's, when you're the guy, you're the guy and the employee, they don't make you. Mm-hmm. So I treat myself How bad. How about this? Yeah. What, what if you have a day job and then you treat your uh, your part time job like it is also your day job? Then you work both. Mm. And oh. So all oh. at work, it's actually kind of laid back at work. It's like, oh, they don't expect me to do one thing. And then when I get home, it's like I am doing a million things. Like right now, I am three D printing uh, a flexi rex. I've, I've discovered oh, a few cool. things. Yeah, I am. Uh... I am also. Yeah. I finally did it. I'm I'm, I'm doing it, Ibit. I'm doing cool. it. No, yeah, I'm not. Like you, you uh, subscribe to. Uh... All right, wait, did, did you subscribe to him on Patreon, Flexi Factory, or did you just, did you just buy the model on... Uh... No, it's, you, can get, you can get the model for free off... Oh, that's uh, a free the, one? The, on my mini factory yeah, a free or wherever? One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. Uh, also, right now, I'm streaming. I'm, I've tapped in. We're actually streaming this right now, talking to you guys. Whoa. So I'm tapped in on your stream. Whoa. And I'm trying to do all my retro homework for the night for Barbie. So I've been I've been streaming <laughs> since about 1030. I'm streaming to about 230. That's yeah. the kind of schedule I keep. All right. Well, you're already doing it. On then. my day off. You're already close enough to, to what we're talking about. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, we have a listener on the line who's going to play along with us today. Let's find out who's been waiting so patiently. Hello. Who's this? It's Raven. Oh. I tried to get my husband. I tried to get my husband, who is off work this week, to do it, but he's playing Fortnite. Oh, so well, look, oh. you know, there's there's uh, headshots to be made, and uh, we can't we can't expect him to you know drop everything. Well, by the way, yeah, what's, his, what's, his, uh, what's his what's his what's what's his go to skin? What does he like to play with and look like <laughs> when he's out there? Um, he just got the uh, Ghost Rider skin that went in the store. Oh, yesterday. that one's actually pretty cool. Ooh, yes. Yeah, there's those guys, they get so many good deals on so much crossover <sighs> stuff. They got DC and Marvel and movies. That and... Marvel stuff is almost enough to make me want to play Fortnite. But... Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> well, he was really against it until like a couple days ago when my younger son said, Hey, Daddy, won't play this with me. And he's like, They've really made this good now. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a cool game, especially if you do the no build mode, which is the part I hate. Yeah. Um, that that's now a permanent addition to the game, and so you can just play without that stupid build, and it's actually a very good shooter at that point. It's really good. So oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, them. Yeah. Because then uh, you're not creating these like impossible ramps for people to get up, and well, it's the worst. Like I hate it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. stand the build mode thing. It's its own skill set, and I appreciate people who have it. I don't want yep. to play that. All right, that's weird. <laughs> so since I've since I've won so recently ago, Brian, I ask you if I do win, can you gift my codes to somebody? Oh hell yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, have we're you, always willing to. You won recently on here. Did you win on here, or did you win from some other drawing or something? No, I won. I did this about two months ago. I think I got. Yeah, I think I remember oh. that. Well, okay. okay. Let me let me. Here's the deal. If you hear about these games and then you tell your husband what they are and he's like, "Oh no, I gotta have yeah. those," then you guys <laughs> right. keep them. Okay. But if you he doesn't care, option, yeah, because yeah. this is a this is a prize package like none other. So oh. you may want to you may want to change your mind after that. Yeah, 
We'll see. <laughs> so, Brian, why don't you explain that, what uh, she could win, and how this all sure. works. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Raven CTG, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you get a prize package that includes, courtesy of me... Uh, Cities, Skylines, and a whole bunch of DLC. After Dark DLC, Snowfall DLC, Relaxation Station DLC, and Natural Disasters DLC. Because I... Because I, uh, it was cheap for, uh, cheaper for me to buy a full package that included all those <laughs> than to buy the extra DLCs that I wanted. So yeah, a reminder: this is Good the job. this is the true successor to SimCity. Uh, this is yeah, amazing. This is the SimCity that you want and that you deserve. Dang Nothing. straight. Yeah. So you can decide what you want to do with that, but uh, yeah. if you, okay. that, you'd have to win first. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's a that's going to be a tall order. So let's see uh, how you do. Let's give uh, everybody their topic. Uh, we asked. 509 tadpoolers and in, in a first in an absolute first zero of them passed <gasps> on the question whoa everybody no everybody gave an answer which i can't what you ask like answer. what's your favorite color or something cripes hands on your buzzers what's your, i'm just kidding what's your favorite color wouldn't that be great yeah uh, awesome. all right uh, put your hands on your buzzers we asked uh, 509 uh, tadpoolers to give their answer to this Name a kid's breakfast cereal. Oh, oh, dad coming. Scott uh, Johnson. Uh, uh, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. Number three, two answers will beat it. What do you got, Dunaway? Well, if I'm going to, I just saw this. I was watching, I was watching, I've been watching Bernie Mac, been rewatching that. And they used a real branded Fruity Pebbles while the kids oh. were eating cereals. I was oh. like, what? You can't. Do that. Also, where are you watching it, Bernie it Mac? Where's Where's that show? And I like that show. Uh, that was on. Hulu, I believe it's on Hulu. No. It's a great that watch. Was a great too, show. I forgot how much I love that show. It was yeah. great. You know who was great? They, didn't Rodney Dangerfield have a small role? Keep recurring in that. He'd show up as a neighbor I, or something. So Maybe many comedians there did. Ellen DeGeneres was on the last one I saw. Oh, wow. um, yeah, comedians. Shaq was in there. A bunch of Hello America. You know the the, the yeah that that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. good stuff. Oh, so, yeah, I'm going with, I miss Bernie Mac. Yeah. One, of the, one of the yeah best actors in the Ocean's Eleven series. I agree. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Relive it on the Hulu. They, they should have put him uh, in the and, tiny and, box. <laughs> put him inside. Yeah. The, the, Use the my affiliate box. link though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show us Fruity Pebbles. No, how are you kidding me? Uh, so, Scott, you and Raven ever. have control of the board. All right, Raven, growing up, what did you? What was the kid's cereal du jour in your household? Um, Count Chocula. Oh, man. Oh, that's a, that's good, a good one. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Count Chocula. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, he didn't do that. That was the count. No, no, it was the whole <laughs> different count. You have one cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show me Count Chocula. Fourteen, oh, just out of the uh, the Ooh. top three. Oh, ten would have been now. Good I for don't points. now. I don't believe anything. I don't know what to think. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, back when we were doing Babel Royale. I think I gave you guys one of the top best selling cereals in in the country. Yeah, not just yeah. kids cereals, but the top best selling. So if if this does sound familiar to some people, we have talked cereal before, but uh, oh, not yeah, not, in this, not, not in this not in this not uh, this format. context. Yeah. That's right. Brian, you've got control now. What do you what do you got? What do you like? Buddy? I'm going oat bran. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. Uh I'm Ooh. gonna say <laughs> how about is not 
uh, small, no, 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 it's real big uh, honeycombs. Sure. Yeah. Honeycombs eat that? Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. honeycomb. It's if I could eat small. sugar no, in no, quantities no. anymore, I would eat honeycomb. I love it. Honeycomb is yeah. honeycomb is funny because actually it's just the like it's just it's just another piece of cereal from another one that's no marshmallows. I don't want to say what the cereal is because sure, that might give sure. you an answer. So yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. You know what? You think about it, it's like those those lyrics probably could have been written by Paul McCartney. Honeycomb's <laughs> big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. He'd have to write it in his wonderful Christmas time period exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Show me honeycomb. Oh. Are you kidding me? There it Are is. Are you kidding me? Nope. Oh, it un, it un, hold on. I got to do it again. There you go. It was don't, weird. Don't it was do it delayed. Twice. It was Lag. delayed for me, so I did it twice. Yeah. Uh, number 18 on the list. Okay, I've got to think different. I've got to think different then. Okay. I'm, think I'm different. Yeah. Apple cereal. Um, here. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, my, the one that jumped to my head was Fruit Loops because just kids like Fruit there Loops. There you go. What do you think sure. of that uh, there, Raven? Sounds great. Okay. We're going Fruit Loops, cool. Brian. Little hoops. Shut Show me them little hoops that taste like fruit, uh, spelled like Groot. Yeah. Oh, number, number two. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Toucan Sam would be proud. You're still ahead right. of us, though. It's annoying. Uh, points. It wise. is annoying. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a big one around here. My kids loved it. It's all they wanted. Hey, they want up. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Oh, Lucky Charms is good. Uh, let's do Lucky, Lucky Charms, Charms first. Okay. Let's all do right. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms first. Well, as a matter of fact. Oh, number one. Yeah, oh, Lucky Charms is the number one answer on the board. Yeah. So it is Claire first. must have Claire must have really leaned on heavy on that one. So okay. Boy, uh. I swear to God, you know, we went to when we went to Ireland and and uh, traveling all over the place, that's all you could get to eat was yeah, Lucky yeah. Charms. Yeah. Yeah, the stereotypes are true. I like a salad. Out. I'm sorry. All we have is Lucky Charms. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lucky. How do we have our Lucky Charms? <laughs> we don't have other food here. We've got Guinness. a bit of potato But you left. can put Guinness in your Lucky Charms yeah. if you like. Uh, there, might, there might be a potato oh in there. It might have the blight. Yar. Now they're pirates. <laughs> <laughs> now they're pirates. Um, Yar. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, oh, what did, what did to, I say before? You want to listen to... Uh, uh, Raven's oh. suggestion. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Let's do that. All right. Cinnamon. All right. Choosing to listen. Uh, you know, no, we already did hers. She said to... Lucky Charms before. Oh, so. yours was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. listen to yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want to give this one to Brian if it's on the board. But right. if it's not on the board, then I just basically steered you right into a wall. <laughs> uh, show me. Amazing. Tastes like Cinnamon Toast. Must be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, number five, and Scott ah, takes the lead. Now you're ahead. Those now good, you're ahead. Good pointies. Yes. Uh, all right, back to uh, Raven here. Do you have a do you have a good call? Um. Well, my husband's in here now, and he's like trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, here, here, Josh. Back off, man. What do you think this oh. is? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? What is yeah, this? no, I like this. Phone a friend or phone the audience. Phone a husband. I um, love it. Yeah, he must have heard. He must have been. Apple Jacks. Oh, man. I love the, the superior Fruit Loop. Yeah, I agree. I actually like Apple Jacks a lot. All right. Because A is for yeah. Apple. Yeah. J is for Jacks. Yep. Golly, all these yeah. songs really could have been written by uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly. They probably were. All right. Show me Apple Jacks. Oh, oh, no, come on. Number 15 on the list. Oh, Those man. are great. Yeah, they are, they great. are great. They are great. Just out of the top 10. Hey, quick judge question. When these, um, do these uh, variants of these cereals uh, counted or, or did you group I, them? I separated variants. Okay. But I will tell oh. you that. No 
um, no variants are in the top ten. So, okay. uh, so no Crunchberry. French Crunchberries, for example, yeah. was popular. So you and can't pe- and peanut you can't butter. Say, you can't say all berries, right? Can't yeah. say oops, all berries. No. Yeah. Um, right, people right. did say it, and they're they're you know those scored points. But I feel if I'm telling one of you, I'm telling all three of you that uh, <laughs> no variants were harmed in the making of this top ten okay. list. Excellent. I'm telling one. I'm telling one. I'm telling all. Yep. That's right. No variations in this thing. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with the most popular cereal just ever, I guess. The Frosted Flakes. Oh, shit. I didn't I didn't want to go <laughs> safe, but I guess I'll have sure. to since Gosh, Scott's I, taking the lead. I hear they're great. And uh, what is this? Is Tony the Tiger? No he, is he, uh... no, he passed away. Didn't he? The voice of Tony the Tiger? Didn't he yeah, pass Thurl, away? Thurl, oh, yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft, the guy who sang uh, yeah. You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Oh, I didn't yes. know that was the same guy. That's yeah, right. the voice That's of Tony right. the Tiger. Yes. Oh, now I'm yeah. having a memory of we even talked about this before, but I completely forgot about it. <laughs> You're a great one, Mr. <laughs> You're right. That's great. Uh, all right. Show me Frosted Flakes or Frosties if you're in another part of the world. Oh. Yeah, number six. Boom, just like that. I'm back in the lead. Ooh, yeah. Good takes points. Hmm. Boy, when I'm not at work, I'm on till I'm on point. Yeah, you are. Um I'm gonna say. How about give me some of them uh Kit Kat bars? Oh. Well, yeah, <laughs> give me one. Give me a break. Um I can't away. decide. Well, they're not for rabbits. Oh, they're for kids. They're for kids, yeah. So it's in the name. It's gotta be one of their favorites, right? I'm gonna go tricks, tricks. with an X. Mm. Tricks with an X, baby. It's like uh it's like basically, yeah. All right, little flavorless balls. Show me. Yeah, I hate tricks. Kicks, kicks ain't got what Nintendo's not, or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> That's Show it. me kicks. That's totally it. Tricks. Oh, they're on oh, there, shit. man. Oh, did you say? Did you say I, tricks or kicks? I said. Tr- I said tricks. Yeah, he said you tricks. Said rabbit. Kicks, but I'm oh. Right. Oh, now but it's been seen. <laughs> How can you undo it? You can't undo it. Now you didn't see anything. You saw nothing. Yeah. Saw nothing. My next, my, my next guess is kicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my heartbreak's done away. Did our ho- did our ho- uh, d- d- yeah. is Richard Todd Cochran here? It's Todd Cochran. The other team, apparently. Yeah. This is a Todd Cochran moment, is what this is. Um, no, he called right. me up. What are you talking about? He just gives me. He uh, he full on. Woo. I just Gilbert Gottfreded that. Yeah, sure did. Skipped ahead. Told us the winner. All right, we should probably just pull that. Maybe we should labor of love, but I don't know. Can we? How about we just? How about we just? How about we just? Uh, just go. We just won't use that one, and we won't mess it up by saying it. It's fine right. with me. Can we do Tell that? You, what, you could leave it to the very last answer and then run the board right. so that uh, so that. Ray oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Right. All right, um, done away. I could, I really, anything, I could but... swap it out for number eleven. I really could. Oh, that'd be like, good. Really could mess you guys up because right. Number fine. eleven is only off by one one vote. So oh, really? Uh, do it. Yeah. Swap it if in. You can do that. That'd be great. Yeah. Swap yeah. It if it wouldn't break the machine, don't break the machine though. It'll break the machine, but I'm not going to do it. So if you just guess that, okay. I'll give you kicks. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Um, Mom, mom's like it for what it's not. So yeah. let's do it. Right. Right. I like that. Um, all crap. Right. Like I said, I can all all I can think of is kicks now. Kicks is like <laughs> taking over my head. Whatever you uh, do, don't think of a white horse. <laughs> I can't right. believe it was even on there. Um, I, I hated kicks as a kid. I know. Exactly. Right. Ugh. My joke was going to be, oh, it's like uh, tricks without flavor. But I did. I was like on yeah. the cusp yeah. of saying that because I was thinking tricks and kicks. And uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. How about <laughs> uh, how about King Vitamin? No, I'll go with um, 
<laughs> the worst cereal ever. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Rice Krispies of some sort. I'm gonna say Rice Krispies of some sort. Well, um, did we already we didn't already do Rice Krispies, do we? You didn't. Christ, know, I'm sorry, Christ I'm, Krispies. Is that what you just said? Rice, <laughs> Christ, Christ, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Wow. Rice Krispies. You you put up kicks. You can't judge me. Rice Krispies. <laughs> I didn't put up anything. All right. Cr- Christ Krispies. All right. Okay, Christ Krispies. No, I'm not gonna. I'm rice. not gonna let you do like of any sort. But I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. You say Rice Krispies. I'm gonna take right. that answer. All right. Show me Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Oh no. man! <laughs> They're also uh, in part of Can the I world. I think Australia. They're called rice bubbles. <laughs> oh, really? Rice yeah. bubbles. No, gross. Yeah, yeah it's uh, really gross. Like I couldn't. Uh, don't give me a box of rice bubbles. No, no. These bubbled up, and we and we collected them and put them in a bowl for you. Ugh. <laughs> exactly. Where was fruity pebbles? Because I'm starting to think cocoa pebbles. Oh, you said no variants. Is yeah, that a variant? We said, yeah, no variants. Right. No variants made yeah. the top ten. That's a variant. It's a pebble. Some you, people did pebble, so wasn't there, pebbles, but I will say that uh, wasn't there no pebbles. Rice krispies. Uh, there was, but that's his. That's what he's but saying. Is that counts as a variant? Wrong as well. Oh, I see what you mean. That would be the same, right? Oh, except right. that It'll wasn't. A, yeah, but that's not up there, so it doesn't hold to Brian's comment that he didn't include any of those in the current list. But, but Scott, no. I don't want to be responsible for the third strike. So. I know. Me neither. <laughs> All right, you know what? I I got one. I like uh, 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 honey smacks, the frog one. Ooh, oh, that's sure. a good Sugar one. Smacks. I do like honey smacks. Yeah, it used to be that's called cool. uh, that... sugar smacks, and then they changed it to honey smacks. They did. As, uh... How do they make those? It's like bloated rice, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, like they're just rice. rice, 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 yeah. rice. Yeah. yeah, is it puffed? Okay, it's puffed. Yeah, stay puffed. Uh, bloated rice. I think uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg helped with that. Is, uh, <laughs> puffed rice. <laughs> Puff, oh puff, pass. <laughs> All right, show me <laughs> honey or sugar smacks. Oh, come on! Oh, it. Brian, you All have right, to so run Brian, the board. You've, you've got, got to run, run the board so Raven can get Are you guys going to help me? So do we do we still count kicks? Can we go ahead and put the kicks up there? Or, is, or do we, are we out of that? I think he swapped it. The 11th is something else now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... If you get the other two, your... I'll give you kicks. How's that? All right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys got any more ideas? Where's the chat room saying? What's the chat room uh, saying? Let's see. I got my own chat, chat room. room, chat room and I think has, we did all these. The chat room has said some of them. Uh, yeah, like uh, I just saw I one of them. I just saw C3PO's. I would love if that was the right answer. Bad I, know, three, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even think things. I ever had that. I was one of This is a. This honeycomb. is tough. Applejack's has already been said. We did honeycomb, right? Were you guys thinking of uh-huh. Cheerios? Because there's all kinds of variations of Cheerios. Yeah, but I wouldn't, uh, we didn't put Cheerios. I wouldn't on. count on that, Brian. I mean, Cheerios, kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Kids, you give them to those the Cheerios. little kids, right? Just bring a baggie of them. Yeah, when you go baggie. To a fancy and they're not just and they're not the kids' favorites. They just like teaches them uh, fine motor again. skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad gay movies. All right, let's do it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I'm just like totally blanking here on kids. Well, let me let me think a second. Let me, uh, let me see. Let me okay. go through my childhood memories here. Okay, those are gross. The Jizwiz. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> what, what was that? Nothing. Um, <laughs> just some, we're just going down memory Jizwiz. line. It's part of a balanced breakfast. Yep. Jizz. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Uh, clown. That clown cereal that made your poop change colors. Oh, kabooms. Is that yeah. kabooms? I've never even heard of kabooms. That's what I'm thinking about. I've never heard of kabooms. Yeah, because, 
Yeah, yeah they do listen, make you poop. I don't know. I would listen to, to somebody like uh, Nine of Twelve September out there. Oh, so like uh, you know, if I was if I was looking in the you know if I, if you were I would, would at never the chat, do it. I would I would Son say something like, "Hey that. Brian, so are you fast. are you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Perhaps. Some... What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. so not Cocoa not Puff. not Golden Grams then is what you're saying, uh, Scott? <laughs> yeah, no, kids. I mean, don't I'm just like... saying Golden Grams are delicious. They're kind of like another version of the. Uh, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So yeah. Golden Grams are pretty good. They right? both yeah. smell like your your footy pajamas when you're five. I, yeah. We actually have mm. a big box of Golden Grams upstairs. I haven't dug in, mm. dug into it, but uh, you have a Costco sized box of I think it Golden is, Grams. Yeah. It's because uh, yeah, yeah. There's some boxes you or some cereals you can't get in a small box size, and Tina's like, I'm just going to get the big box because I want these. Right. Like, okay, cool. I always feel I always feel sticky after eat Golden Grams. Does anybody else feel sticky? Yes. Like, well, just feel like a, I got to use a, a spoon. Like, ah. I feel sticky now. Oh, Think I just grab them by the handfuls. That's uh, not how you guys do it. Why, okay, that's why whatever. you feel sticky. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the South. Everybody. That's why oh, I eat wasabi okay. covered uh, wasabi dusted <laughs> right. almonds with a pair of 3D printed plastic right. tongs. Yeah. Yeah, I pour Caro syrup on mine. Is that is that not how you're supposed to do that? No, all right, fine. Don't do that. All right, all right. Pick one, you (laughs) slacker. uh, Anyway, are there any other answers that you're cuckoo for that you might want (laughs) to? Oh, so you're not going to do that? So I guess I guess uh, twelve nine or twelve. So yeah, I'm I maybe I'm I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Oh, hey, that's a good one. All right, oh, all right, yeah, sweet. All right, Uh, show me cocoa puffs. Oh, nice. Yeah, weird, weird. Yeah. Oh, there's no way we're gonna guess this last one though. There's Unless two corn pops. There's two. There's two left, but again, you know, if you kicks, get number nine, give I'll give you number get ten. But if you guess, yeah. if you guess number eleven, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you. I'll also give, I'll you. give you the win. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so and for and number eleven, boy, if there was a cereal that was more closely tied to something that. Uh, Brian Dunaway says, "I can't think of what else." It, oh, what, really? What it could really? Because I was trying, I was trying to specifically to avoid a Reese's PCs a Puffs, because but those don't count oh. in with the Cocoa Puffs. I thought, I thought it was, it was something with like no you or something. I didn't, I didn't know what no to expect. You. No, they're they're different. I I, I consider those to be a different uh, cereal, not a not a very interesting. Yeah, so I was gonna say, yeah, I was I was so I'm gonna embarrass myself and just say Reese's PCs. Puffs, Reese, right. Reese puffs, Reese, Reese puffs. Show me Reese's pieces puffs. All right, so that Kicks. is number eleven. Because you got that, I'm going to give you number nine and and give uh, Raven Kicks. the win. Sweet. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh, it is a Christmas you. miracle. Good lord, this um, is great. I'm just curious. Okay, so so here's here's a really good way to do this. Um, Raven, now that you know the prize, do you want do you want to mm-hmm. keep it or do you want to? Trade it for something behind door number three. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I actually have that on my switch. Oh, so okay. oh, so we'll trade right, it for so what's behind door number three. I like this. So, the, yeah. if uh, somebody in the chat room that wants cities, skylines, and a bunch of DLC, don't just guess it because you Great. want to show how smart you are, but guess number nine, you will get these Steam games, and um, and I'm going to send Raven a, a 3D printed Mandalorian. Oh, that's oh. awesome! Yeah, a three D printed and Mandalorian. Yeah, look at that. Aww. no growth. Right. Someone who's starting out on three D printing, I'm going to say that is a huge gift. So take, that's like a, that's like a twenty four hour give for me. Mm-hmm. We're just going right into it. Congratulations, going to Mikey BC fourteen. Number nine Mikey. is in fact Cookie, Cookie Crisp. 
cookie. Or, wow. Or as, uh, or as uh, Amy Redfraggle put, uh, Cookie Crips, which is uh, the, the worst cookie game. Crips. Yo, the yo, yo, yo. Right. We're the Cookie Crips, yo. They got like they got like uh, cookies all over their bandanas. It's amazing. Little That's cookie right, crumbs. Exactly. That's awesome. So, that means everybody so, wins. Congratulations. You're a winner. That's awesome. Uh, and right, very so kind Raven, of you, Raven, email me your mailing address, and I'll send you a uh, Mandalorian. And uh, Mikey BC, uh, email me as well, and I'll get you these game codes. Very nice. Coverville at gmail.com, everybody, guys. is the email address you to are use. the best. Oh, are I we, though? Are we? I think you're Aww. the best. That's what I'm going to say. Merry Christmas and happy LaGrange Point Day between the two big holidays. <laughs> That's right. LaGrange <laughs> is my favorite ZZ Top song. All right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Mine, too, actually. It's really good. It's really good. Hey, Dunaway, here's the good news. Today. At uh, 3.30 Mountain Time, we're going to do Play Retro. And as you hinted at earlier, we're covering all the old 8-bit and 16-bit Barbie games. Why? Because they were massive and we didn't even notice. We're going to give some love to a thing that just happened under the radar of boys. And the girls made us look bad. They sold more of that than they did Doom at the time. It was insane. Yeah, 1996 Barbie sold more than Doom at the time. Now, don't get too excited. I mean, Doom was released to shareware and you had to order it through the mail, so it was much harder to compete with a Mattel retail release. But I'll tell you this, Goldfarb Productions for the 1984 Commodore 64 one, that guy's still alive. He's 101. That yep. dude's 101. Yep. Yeah, he's into it. He's still that- playing with his Barbies and his Ken dolls. To this day, <laughs> yeah, he only did two games. He did he did the Barbie for the '64 and the Hot Wheels for '64, and says I'm out. He's the same guy who created the Chattering Teeth. Did oh, you know that? Oh no, the I Barbie didn't know that. Game was made by the guy who invented the yeah. Chattering Teeth. Those oh, that's so awesome! Teeth. That's really cool. Yeah, I did not know that. Well, see, this is the kind of stuff you're going to learn when you hang out and be a part of that show. So if you want to watch it live, it's at 3.30 Mountain Time at frogpants.tv or you can get the podcast wherever you get them. Uh, that'll be a little bit later this afternoon. Usually we're on Tuesdays, but, you know, holidays and stuff, we're, we're just yeah. kind of all over the place. But holidays. Anyway, uh, Brian Dunaway, is there anything else you would like to say before I let uh, you go? No, you. Oh, hey, that's your best oh. thing. See you next year on this show. So yeah. See you next year. Yeah. Another great year of Dunaway's <laughs> screwball comedy. That's All right. right. Uh, whoops. What did I do? Hold on. I killed a tab I didn't mean to. Oh, shoot. Oh, I no. lost, I oh, lost no. the show. Let's pull the show back up. How about that? How about we have the show up? <laughs> uh, feels like an important part of said show. There we go. All the notes are there. We're fine now. Okay, All right. Good. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will spend some time with each other, Brian. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do uh, recommendals. Tom's uh, out today, and uh, he's uh, off all week for DTNS. So I'm like, well, we're not going to bug him on here. So he's uh, he's no. chilling like a villain. Give, give that poor guy a break, would you? That's right. Both uh, Nicole and Randy are also off with holiday things. And as a result, we've decided to do something a little special today with recommendals. You're going to get a new recommendal plus a little more. Stick around yeah. to find out what. Okay. A little something, something extra. That's right. Can you play a song, though? Because I don't think I can do it without it. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, fortunately, I, I can do that. Great. Um, we've got a, uh, a a sibling duo, an indie rock sibling duo from Austin. Um, they uh, wrote, recorded, and mixed their first songs during quarantine in a storage unit. Uh, it was really hot in there. And, Weird. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, and then uh, Greg, the big brother, got hit by a car, and he only has one and a half legs now. John is the little brother. He's normal AF. 
This is this is seriously from their their PR, which is some of the best best written PR I've ever read. So I had to read it. Verbatim. That's great. Oh my gosh! Um, All right. Their genre is technically indie rock, but it's clearly early Tarantino. They only speak in movie quotes, and they both think they're lovable. They're the lovable anti-hero. Wow. If that doesn't entice you into getting excited for this song, then I don't know what will. The brand new EP coming out January is called Sudden Sea. Uh, I believe it is. Let's see. The, the, um, let me make sure about this. Ye- oh, no. The single is called Sudden Sea, but I'm playing a different track, a different single that they released called Pure Graffiti. So you're getting a, you know, you can hear this one. You can go and listen to the other one. Then you can, uh, uh, be notified when the album is ready for streaming. Um, the band is called Solo Solo, kind of a funny name for a duo band. Uh, the single is Pure Graffiti. Here's Solo Solo. Something inside you calling on me. Future behind you. Is this real? We have to missing please do two things one check near the parking lot of sears two arrest billy ray cyrus which of these do wackies dispenses or chata (laughs) 
the morning stream. You look like crap. And we've returned. Who was that again? That was great. That band is Solo Solo. They're a duo duo from Austin, Texas, and that's the song Pure Graffiti from their upcoming album or their upcoming EP, which comes out in January. Couple of hipsters right there. I like them. Yeah. Janie in the chat says, Scott, uh, message from Discord, look outside, it's snowing. Yeah, it's been snowing all morning. Um, Yeah. We had rain all day yesterday, literally like morning till, I don't know, 10 p.m. We had just solid rain because it wasn't cold enough to, you know, turn into snow. But overnight... The magic of weather happened. Yeah. Tons yep. of snow now. I so. hear that in Utah, a dog was reunited with its family after he got stuck up in uh, in one of the mountains. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah. It was, on, it was on the Denver news for some reason, but... Uh, Weird. Well, you know, yeah. we like to take care of our neighbors over the mountains here and there. We talk, sure, we sure. Sometimes have stories about you guys. Let's see. Search and rescue team saved dog near frozen waterfall in Utah. Oh, man. Yeah. Look at this. Uh... This is good. A dog stranded near the thing, uh, saved by a search and rescue, according to the Weber Weber County. Oh, that's way up north. Uh, let's see. An unidentified hiker found Nala by nightfall and resumed his search in the morning. Let's see. Oh, no, they couldn't find him, by, but found him in the morning. Let's see. Uh, the dog uh, said his cell phone ran out of power and he couldn't find anywhere to charge it. That's what the dog said. All right. The dog ran out of cell phone power? <laughs> yeah, just teasing. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to remember, charge before you go up there, everybody. Charge right, your phones. For sure. Boy, that's uh, yeah, do it. Don't, don't wait on that sort of thing. All right. We are going to do this now. Here, this right here. And uh, this means uh, recommendals. It's just me and Brian today, but we have proper recommendals, and then we're going to do something a little special. We're going to tell you our favorite five things that we recommended in the year of 2022. Yes. And you'd be yes. surprised how far back my, my number one oh. and two go. Like, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I uh, go all the way back to February with mine. I think you go back to January with one of yours. Yeah, it's it feels, it feels weird because I thought I would yeah. be more recent stuff, but you know what this is? The list had a way of making me go. Some of these I don't even remember. Right, right, and I, I, clearly they're not on my top five. They were fine. Yes. They were good, and still yes. recommend them. But it's the ones that really stuck out and you know hung on that I that I remember. Yeah, and and huge no. thanks to uh, Claire who. Uh, who like extracted all the stuff from quicktms.li and compiled it into a Google spreadsheet that Scott and I could pick from. So she's, she's the best. Thanks a lot, Claire. Um, all right, here is uh, our recommendals for the week, though. Brian, let's start with you. Do you have a setup okay. for this here? Um, my setup is that this is a series on HBO. I did a little bit of editing to kind of tighten up things to to, you know, make you fully understand the premise of this show, which is hilarious and brilliant. All right, here we are. Like, this conversation's going pretty well, right? Okay. I, I mean, do you continue. think yeah. so? I don't so, know. I'm so far, so good. I mean, we've been having fun, yeah. I assume. We've been yeah. sharing some laughs so far. Yeah, I hope to continue that way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no accident. Everything that's happened so far today, I've rehearsed it dozens of times. These exact words in a replica of your home with an actor playing you. Okay. Remember a couple weeks ago when the gas company came by because of a leak in your building? Yes. Well, there wasn't a leak in your building. That was my team. 
check the uh, And when you gave them access, they secretly made a digital map of your entire home. We then recreated every detail of the space as a physical set in a warehouse a few miles from here. And with the help of a fake you, I could practice every single permutation of this interaction and have a plan for it. The actor I hired analyzed your submission video to mimic your speech patterns and psychology. And we tried over and over, and I'd adjust each time until I perfected it. Put shoes off. My gosh, I, this sounds insane. It's completely insane, and it's it's both brilliant and one of those things that just makes you feel slightly uncomfortable. Because as he's describing all this, they're showing you know the the actor that he hired to to play the guy that he's talking to, yeah. the uh, um, the replica of the guy's apartment, all that stuff, and it's just brilliant. The show is called The Rehearsal. Mm. This is a um, uh, a documentary comedy series. Um, written, directed by, and starring Nathan Fielder. He um, had another show called Nathan for You mm. that I could have sworn somebody on here recommended. Um, Was it before but, we started? Uh, before we tracked it, or whatever? Maybe, maybe, or maybe we maybe somebody brought it up, and and I just assumed that somebody talked about it. But um, yeah, so basically, what Nathan does is he helps people who maybe are nervous about doing a thing. And give them the um, the opportunity to rehearse and practice doing that thing before they do it for real. For example, this first episode, the guy you hear him talking to is on a trivia team. And early on, when uh, when the team was talking to each other about their their educational history, uh, he lied and said he had a PhD when he does not have a PhD. Mm. And he's been the guilt that he's been experiencing has been eating him from the inside. Uh, and he wants he wants to specifically tell one person who he thinks would be the most offended by that because she's been sending him job leads that uh, require a PhD. Wow. So he wants to tell her and, uh, um, and, but he wants to practice because he knows all these things that can go wrong. Right. So in this first episode and, and me telling you about all this stuff, even though it kind of doesn't really spoil it because this is where the devil's in the details. When you watch this thing, it still blows you, blows you away. Mm. But, uh, uh, Nathan uh, creates a perfect duplicate of the bar where they go play trivia complete with other patrons okay. and a trivia host and a bartender and liquor and uh and basically figures out the right time for him to bring up the the fact that he lied while yeah. they're playing trivia because it's a comfortable safe space and uh like even even the the askew picture on the wall from the, they show the original and they show this recreation mm -hmm. and it's just, it's like this perfect, slightly askew picture on the wall and, and these tables and chairs and everything. It is absolutely uh, amazing. The, the effort that he went through. So, you know, make, uh, make good on all the effort that he went into to do this by watching this series. It's a uh, hugely, um, acclaimed on like Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 94%. A lot of people called it the best new series of 2022. Yeah. It's reviewing. It's even IMDb, which tends to skew lower is yeah. 8.6, which is just about as high as you get on there. That's really, yeah. Cool. Um, Metacritic, uh, 86, 
positive out of a hundred of a hundred critics or whatever, or no, 86 out of a hundred based on 23 critics. Um, it, it's only slightly uncomfortable. That's what I was going to ask. How much cringe am I going to feel? Not, not a lot of, not a lot of cringe okay. at all. The cringe comes more with a later rehearsal and it's more one of the people that is brought in for their, it's actually two of the people that are brought in for that rehearsal. Mm. Uh, a woman uh, decides she wants to see what it would be like to raise a child from a baby to 18. And because they don't want to do this thing over 18 years, they keep switching out the child with older and older actors every few hours so that she can experience what it's like to raise a child wow. from zero to 18 in just a, just a few weeks. Uh, it's fantastic. This is on HBO Max. It's called The Rehearsal, and it is and I, I highly, I highly recommend this. Okay. I, you know what? You've convinced me. It does. <clears throat> my first thought when I was hearing that was like, oh, this is going to make me feel really uncomfortable. No, but no. it's based it's more, on what you said. Yeah. The discomfort comes less from the scenario and more when you, when you get to know one of the people that's going through this rehearsal, you're like, oh God, this, this person's kind of a wackadoo. So it's not so much a um, prank. That's what I was worried about. As people yeah, are not getting at pranked. All. No, not yeah. not a, no, no prank at all. Everybody involved knows exactly pranks. what they're doing and why they're doing it. And um only the person who is that they're rehearsing for has uh has no idea of what right. uh what it is. So I am all that in name on that. again is the rehearsal and it's on HBO Max. I love the weird stuff that shows up on HBO that no one else gets. I love yeah. it. Like that yeah. John's the John um what's his name? Oh, the um, John Smith, the, whatever it is, the New the York guy, guy who narrates, like, yeah. does all the B roll footage while he. Uh, I love that show so much. Yes, how to with John, John Wilson. Wilson, Wilson, that's it. Wilson, yeah, and Wilson. New season of that season of that coming out. I love that, and I don't know I where else. Watch, no one uh, else is making that stuff. It's all HBO yeah. these days, so don't screw it up. Watch, um, HBO, don't f that up. Okay, I still haven't seen season two. Oh, you need it. to. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I lo- we loved it. We, and then we binged one again. We liked it so much. Um, <laughs> nice. All right. Here is uh, mine. This is a thing that just came out this year in theaters and then made it to streaming. Um, let me make sure where I watched it. Crap. That's important. I'll find it uh, while we're talking. Okay. But anyway, okay. it is uh, really good. And I went in thinking it was going to be just okay. But I'm now convinced this should at least be nominated this year. Uh, you know, other things will probably win, but I feel like this deserves some credit. So that's all Excellent. I'll say. Here you go. Somebody's going to have to come up with something. Rick. Oh, what are you thinking? Just a crazy idea. So tell me. We're crazy's better than nothing. We've got nothing. We call Harry. Harry? Mm. Dr. Harris. That's brilliant. Mm. Or insane. Or both. Okay. It's very mm. enigmatic. You don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, by, based on your description, I was, I was 100% convinced I was going to hear... Uh, Daniel Craig with a uh, weird uh, accent. Oh yeah, no, I I, I haven't I, seen Glass Onion yet, but I I'm, I've I suspect that will win awards without even seeing it, just because I think that 
I don't know. It's, I'm hearing everybody is loving it that uh, that I've heard about talking about it. So, well, uh, this movie is a Ron Howard joint called oh. Thirteen Lives. Oh, and okay. uh, this yeah. is the basically dramatic retelling of the rescue of all those boys in Thailand that got stuck in that cave when the monsoons right. hit. Right. And it yeah. was a big deal for a while. <clears throat> and at the time, the whole world was sort of on pins and needles about what they were going to do. There were 13, uh, 12 boys and a 13th, uh, the coach of these kids. They were all soccer player kids. Mm-hmm. And they were the they're the lives in question. Um, normally, when a movie comes out and it's like based on real events or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I'm always hit and miss on that stuff. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes, you know, it's just too, I don't know. Like sure, they 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 take too many liberties and they don't necessarily tell it the way it really happened. That sort of thing. Um, it turns out Ron Howard stuck to the script and he got some amazing actors in this: Viggo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, Joel Edgerton. All three of them are really good in this. Wow. In particular, and I know we're all having a bit of a Colin Farrell moment with all the stuff he's doing lately. Mm-hmm. He's such it's such a subtle, uh, affecting role. And not even the biggest role. It's a small role, but it's it's he left me thinking about him a lot. Hmm. Uh Colin Farrell's character. He plays a British guy, so again, not not being Irish here. Joel Edgerton's playing an Australian. That may actually be what he is. Is Joel is the Edgerton brothers, are they from I Australia? Don't, I don't know. It certainly sounds like an Australian. Yeah. Hey, I'm an Edgerton. <laughs> <laughs> uh Vigo Mortensen doing a, a good British accent as well, but um Anyway, it is really heart-wrenching, really well-made. It's one of the most, like, pure... Everybody's intentions are a a different shade of pure. Like, they Mm -hmm. just want to save these kids. There's nobody trying to uh, uh, derail this or do something for power or make the, the political decision that goes against the, you know, the saving of these kids. Everybody just wants to save the kids. And so there's a tone of optimism to this that I'm not used to lately. Just feels like a lot of movies yeah. are about a lot of dire things. And even oh, though yeah. this was I mean, the, all the true crime stuff that we talk about on this show, right? Oh yeah, all... there's just so much, right? So yeah. it, this this just had a, a, a quality of like these are people from different walks of life, of uh, you know, strangely in weird ways brought together because they had certain expertises that that played out well in saving these kids. And I don't want to give too much away. You know, people may not be aware of the of the, of the true story or not, but how they d- get these kids two thousand kilometers distant underwater in a very tight cave system to safety will blow your mother effing mind. How they pulled that off, and cool. it's not. This is not a spoiler to say all of the kids and the and the adult coach uh, lived. Made it, yeah. Um, that was that's the only part of the original story that I remember, and other than obviously the the um, the, the rescue, the style of rescue they did, and then also Elon Musk calling one of the people involved a pedophile. Yes, yes, that's right. But that's because I'm he's hoping a, that part is not addressed in the movie. They don't even mention him. He's a Good. dick. And on the on the ground, <clears throat> I doubt they had any. Uh, knowledge of any of that i don't think they were there was nobody was talking about musk on the ground they were just busy mm-hmm. trying to figure out all right these local farmers are going to let us flood all the extra wa- excess water into their fields uh it'll destroy their crops but it's okay it's to save the kids like it's just a lot of like emergency stuff it's all during the crisis it's not here's a bunch of backstory on these people's lives you just kind of get to know them through their actions and 
I like Ron Howard. I like his movies, but it's sometimes a little hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's good, he's amazing. You know, perfect mind or beautiful mind. Um, yeah. Uh, being one of them where it's just like, wow, I can't believe he made this movie. Oh, little, yeah. little Ronnie Howard. And then he'll make <laughs> movies like, you know, I think the Grinch is kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that my opinion, I know some people love it, but whatever. Anyway, the point is this is, this is one high, this is one of the high marks. And if this thing doesn't at least get nominations for something, best director, actors maybe something at uh at the oscars it'll be that'll be a shame because yeah. I, I think it deserves and it's a it. dramatization right so it's not a, obviously not a documentary because you mentioned all the actors that are in it so yeah this would be like uh you know could fall under screenplay adapted screenplay or something like absolutely that, yeah and if it wins that i wouldn't be surprised either because it's just really cohesive uh the thing is two hours 27 minutes it didn't feel that long it felt fast and furious um i would warn people with extreme sort of like cave dweller level uh claustrophobia mm-hmm. this is there are scenes in this where you're like i couldn't do it it's like this really? is so this is yeah. so tight in there how how the crap are you gonna do it um uh, it's amazing but it just is such a hopeful uh note uh throughout and even at the end and um i just i adored it i thought it was great Loved it. Uh, by the way, it's uh, uh, Prime is where it is. They have it streaming in 4K. It looked really good and it sounded really good. And I just think it might be one of Ron Howard's best. Um, maybe not since Apollo 13. And maybe, you know what? Maybe Ron Howard needs to do more of these things where it's like, here's the thing that really happened. So I'm making mm-hmm. a movie about it. Because mm-hmm. Apollo 13 yeah, dramatization is that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is that. And, and they just did an incredible job. So... Uh, and I, in particular, I just cannot get over Colin Farrell. It's not a flashy role. It's not anything. It's kind of basic, but he does it. He's so good at it that the whole time I was just glued to his performance. He's so good. Hmm. That guy, he, we're in, we're entering a phase for him. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. uh, where, where things are going to get just better and better with Colin Farrell. Anyway, uh, cool. go check it out again. That yeah, is 13 lives. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to watch uh, Ben. She's been sharing. Cause I, I'm so excited to finally see that. Yeah, and that's streaming somewhere. Uh, it is. It's streaming on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Watch that. In fact, I I think mm-hmm. that may have been what I chose. I chose this over that, but because mm. I was told this was leaving sooner, I think. Oh, really? Something okay. Like, Good something to know. like that. Anyway, worth checking out if you have the time. All right, Brian. Let's get to our top list of the yeah. year. So yeah, you and I decided uh, we would do a. Uh, Go back through all of our our picks over uh, 2022 and come up with uh, some recommendals, like our favorite recommendals from the year. Yep. Um, let's and, start this uh, way. We'll both do, we'll start with our fifth and, and you okay. know, each do our fifth See, and work up in, to number one. Okay. I have to figure out my mine in particular order. Okay. I can do my, yep. I got, I, can, I only have one that I, there's, this isn't really my order, but I do have one that stands above them all, I guess. Okay. So these will be kind of random for me, but I'll start with uh, The Peripheral, which I just recommended, what, two weeks ago or three weeks mm-hmm. ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think The Peripheral is awesome. I can't wait to see what they do next. It is It does end in a very nebulous place, which has put some people off, but I just found the whole thing compelling and made me want more. Um, so of all of the things I recommended this year, that was that's easily in my top five and uh, is still currently a prime original and will foreseeably be there forever. So, and a season two on the way. So check out the peripheral, Brian. What, what's uh, what's cool. your fifth? 
My fifth would be、uh, Tokyo Vice. This is a series about、um, uh, Ensign. It's a play by Ensign Elgort, a uh, uh, journalist who moves to Japan <clears throat> and learns that、uh, they have a different way of reporting things there, and he has to uh, uh, conform to the Japanese style or. or, or Ken wants to break out of the Japanese style, where it's just reporting without any sort of、uh, editorializing and things like that.、Um, and he gets deep into stuff with the yakuza, and、um, uh, finds a hole underground that is not not an actual hole underground because there's lots of holes underground. Sure, but a、uh, he finds an、uh, an underground. Uh, Uh, thing going on that he wants to expose and、uh, puts him and his friends in danger, including uh, uh, cast uh, cast member、uh, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe, and then and I don't have her name in front of me, but the actress who was in Legion as the、um, uh, the other the the woman who had kind of similar to Rogue like powers, where she could uh, uh, Rachel Keller is the actress.、Ah, okay. I forgot、yeah. about her. She's cool. She she's great in this, and、um, I mean, so is Ansel El- Elgort. Did I say Anson? El- I think Ansel he's an Ansel, but you're good. Anson, he's an ensign in the military. Oh, she was uh, in anyway. uh, um, uh, Frick uh, Fargo as well. Great yes, in Fargo. Yes, season two of Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, right, the best right? season.、Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So.、Uh, So Tokyo Vice on HBO Max,、uh, great series. First season is already、um, is wrapped up, and then season two、uh, supposedly coming soon. Nice.、Um, her hair is crazy in Fargo. All right.、Uh, <laughs> Now I need to go back and look. I'd forgotten. <laughs> she's really great in it.、Um, I'm going to go with、uh, my next one again. No particular order here. The Old Man,、uh, which I know you ended up seeing as well. Just finished it myself and.、Um, Great recommendal. It's good.、Yeah. Uh, the old man stars、uh, everybody's favorite dude, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, <laughs> right? And、uh, John Lithgow, and a whole bunch of great supporting cast. The entire thing is is a great spy mystery and、uh, deals with you know Jeff Bridges as, as an old. I don't know if、As、you say、man. retired, but an old man who's no longer <laughs> no longer in the world of international espionage. Uh, but gets pulled back in for various reasons. I don't want to spoil. John Lithgow is、uh, somebody who is both friend and nemesis, and、uh, I should mention also that uneasy,、um, uneasy partners. Yes,、yeah. that is a good way of putting it. the The supporting cast, for example, I can never find her name. Where is it?、Uh, oh,、um, Arrested Development. Amy Kellerman. Alea Alea Shockhart. Shock. Oh, 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 Alea Shockhart. Yeah,、yes. I never say her name right. She's awesome.、Uh, Amy Brennerman's awesome, as you mentioned her Brennerman, name a little bit、it. there.、Mm-hmm. Bill Heck、mm-hmm. is really good.、Uh, the dude who plays such a slimy bastard, the CIA, EJ Benilla, is、yes. really great. Oh, that guy. Yeah, it's a great little series. Season two, can't wait. Super stoked.、Uh, highly recommend this. This Did you say what it's on? Is it on Amazon Prime? It is a Prime original. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Hulu、yeah. original. Hulu. Hulu original. Okay,、yeah. thanks. That one is on. I'm putting these、Prime. into our quicktms.li as well. Very nice.、Uh, that was number four for me. What's your fourth? Well, since you chose an Alia Shawkat、uh, recommendal, I'm going to choose another Alia Shawkat recommendal.、Uh, the After Party. This is a series that was on Apple TV Plus, or is because you can still watch it, of course.、Mm-hmm. Um, And if you've been waiting to like you know 
pick some time to watch some stuff on uh, Apple TV Plus. Just get a one month free membership and try things out. I think Scott might have something mm-hmm. that's on his list that's from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a series, a mini series about a murder committed at an after party. And the guy who gets murdered is, um, uh, see, this is where I probably should have pulled up all the information beforehand. Um, Franco, but not, but not that one. <laughs> not those Francos, different Francos. Uh, James, James Fra- brothers, Frank. No, James, James, yeah, the brother Franco. Uh, Joe Dave Franco. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Pre Allison Bree's uh, husband, Dave Franco. Right. Um, it's also got Sam Richardson who was so close to uh, um, being another one of my picks, uh, the Detroiters comedy series, the Detroiters. If I could have picked seven, I would have probably picked that. Uh, but you've also got Tiffany Haddish as the detective who's investigating this murder, and the format of the show. The there's you know obviously the investigation is the entire show, but each episode is broken out into a different person's perspective, so you don't find out who or what committed the murder until the very end. Um, and, you know, you, uh, Tina and I were guessing all the way up through until the end who, who committed the murder. Nice. Uh, so it's uh, the after party, um, eight episodes, I think, maybe 10. I can never remember with the, there's some, there's some, yeah, eight episodes. There are some services where it's like, oh yeah, this is. I know it's a, it's Netflix, so it's going to be thirteen episodes for yeah. some dumb reason. Or, yeah, isn't that weird? I don't know why they haven't settled on HBO ten. Max, seems like na- uh, eight normal episodes, unless it's British, in which case it'll be six. Yeah, <laughs> they should all just go with ten. Or if I really like the show, twelve. I guess. I That's right. Yeah. I guess I'm still picky, exactly. but all right. So uh, the after party uh, is my recommendal number two. Nice. Um, my let's see. Wait, that was your third, right? What was that fourth? That was, I'm sorry, that was my third, yes. Uh, oh, no. Uh, fourth? No, I did third. Tokyo Vice and then the after party. So third. Third? Tokyo Vice and then the after party would be two. Oh, that'd I be... Like, sorry, I'm thinking... I'm going the reverse order. So you did five and four is what you did. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah, five yeah. and four. That's where I was, My head was in the other opposite math. Still, still not third. Yeah, it's still not third. <laughs> Either way, no third. <laughs> All right, my next one is an Apple TV Plus show that I... Had initially pushed off a little because I had heard some people whine about it. And that was a mistake. It turned out to be one of my favorite things of uh, the year. And some of it was already out for a year. But I, you know, again, waited to watch it this year. And that show is C, S-E-E on Apple TV+. It's about a bunch of blind people in the far distant future. Very apocalyptic. All of humanity is blind. You're not exactly sure why. You know, some there's some reasons, probably some sort of disease. Mm-hmm. They even say that. But uh, this is Jason Momoa, uh, Sylvia Hoax, Hera Milner, a bunch of people you've, you've maybe not heard of that are all excellent in this thing. And it is, oh, oh my gosh, I loved it so much. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, Momoa, even though he's kind of your big star here in terms of recognition, he's not really... The, the whole thing doesn't just constantly revolve around him, which I think is to the show's credit. Um, he plays, obviously, a very important role, and he's titular in many ways, but I think the show is very strong as an ensemble piece, and there's a bunch of really great actors in it. In particular, we just saw a dude on um, uh, Europa Report by the name of... Where's his name? 
Christian Kamar- Carmago. He plays this character called Tamakti June. One of the most interesting characters on TV. Just straight up fascinating character arc. I loved every second of it. Uh, Sylvia Hoex, you know her from... Uh, she was she was a synthetic on um, or a replicant on Blade Runner twenty forty nine the newer one yeah twenty forty nine okay. she was an evil she was the evil one mm-hmm. and uh, she's just as menacing here she's she's your baddie in this as well and she's very good mm-hmm. Hera uh, Hilmar who's actually from the Netherlands I think plays Magra which is this character or this actor I'd never heard of before didn't know a thing about her fell in love with this person she's so good at everything she does. Uh, other people like Alfred, Alfred Woodard is in this, David Hewlett's in this, and Dave Bautista is in it uh, for the whole second season. He is a major character and is fantastic. I can't say enough about C, uh, and also I would recommend that you see it. Ha! And, yeah. and, uh, and as they say in, in uh, Mexico, C. 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 Oh, also, it's in this last season was its final, so they knew what they wanted to do. They were like, we're doing oh, three seasons. Good. Uh, yeah. Stephen Knight, the show creator, you know him from uh, this other show he's famous for. Hold on, it was something that would, uh, what was it? Oh damn it, I can't remember. Oh, Peaky Blinders, that's his show. Oh really? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that guy's got some. I don't know what's history. taking me so long to watch C. I need to see C. It's uh, C's great. It really is great. Yeah. Um, and then anyway. I'll and then I'll email you. Um, that I've watched C and I'll CC Randy because he also told me to CC. Yeah, everybody's saying CC. You will CC yeah. us all and then we'll have some cookies and cream later, which we could also <laughs> call CC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, available now, all of it. CNC Music Factory. <laughs> Watch all three. Oh, and the music by Bear McCreary, which he's never bad. He's always good. Mm-hmm. He just won Best uh, Music at the Game Awards for God of War. He does all the music for C. Psh, mm-hmm. Top shelf shit. It's so good. The intro cool. alone is worth your time. All right. Brian, that was my number or whatever. What, what's your next one? I have two all left right, is all my, I know. <laughs> yes, I have two left as well. No, I have, you have, three. I have three left. You have yes, three because okay. I started. Yes. Yeah. Jeez good. Louise. <laughs> you know, let's wrap up 2022 with not being able to count down from five to one. If that doesn't, if that doesn't <laughs> encapsulate 2022 in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, all right, this one will uh, surprise nobody because this was the best movie to bite me in, in the RRRs, mm. and that is the movie RRR, um, the newest thing on my list um, of recommendals. This is uh, the biggest budget Indian film ever created, and um, if you don't see this come Oscar time, uh, at least for best original song, for best foreign language film. Uh, it's, it's a lock to win best foreign language film. I'm just going to say that right now. It's oh, really? Nothing. Okay. I don't think anything else can, can top it. Um, but it's also got some actors, you know, for example, Ray Stevenson, who played uh, Frank Castle, the Punisher. Um, Allison Duty, who has not just a great name, but also was a Bond girl and uh, then went on to play Elsa in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, a Tollywood film, not to be confused with a Bollywood film, but uh, uh, there's a small, you know, small distinctions, but, you know, might as well be a, a Bollywood film. Um, it is fantastic. It uh, It's three hours to carve out to watch, but again, you can split, split it up and watch it in two parts. 
Um, it's, it is so good. I've raved about this to everybody I know, preaching to people to say, hey, it's time to uh, time for you to watch RRR. You need to get on it. You know what's funny is he's got these two other movies called Bal Bully, The Beginning, and Bal Bully 2, The Conclusion. Mm. Those those are rated higher currently than RRR. Really? Uh, 2015. Yeah, it says, uh, huh. let's see, 2015 and 2017, 8, uh, 8 and 8.2. Uh, RRR is currently at 7.9. So I wonder if he's actually got stuff out there that's like even more insane, and we just didn't never get it here because we're you know. Yeah, I guess so. Well, now I now I want to see these other two, ba- Bahubali and Bahubali too. Yeah, Bahubali. Um, that's it. It's uh, Telugu, which is why it's Tollywood and not Bollywood. And um, uh, Luke Sightwalker asks, "Is it a typical Bollywood musical?" And I would say no, in the fact that you get one song in the middle that's presented as a song and not as moving the plot forward. Um, you know where they they sing their feelings, and then a uh, typical song is the credits roll, and both of them are infectious as hell, and uh, and it's fantastic. All yeah, right. it is. A, it's a it is a dance off, but don't let that scare you. No, I'd uh, say if anything, it's attracting me. I want to see it. Yeah, unless your name is Ronan the Accuser, in which case a dance off should scare you. Yeah, all his movies are around just shy of three hours. Are they really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the, so the beginning and the conclusion yeah. are going to set you back six hours yep. of, of watching. Yep. It looks great, though. I mean, look at this chat. Look at this dude right here. I kind of want to see this other these other things. But I'll watch yeah. R, Triple R first. That's where I'm going to start. Watch Triple R first. It's, uh, it's, it's just so good. It's one of those, like every, every movie on my list and probably every movie on yours is something that we've thought about a lot since watching it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it leaves a mark and you think like, oh man, I sure, she would like to see more of that or watch that again or mm-hmm. something like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Next up for me is Severance, another Apple TV Plus joint. Oh, good choice. Yeah. And boy, did I love Severance. Um, we all did. And I think yes. the, the only reason it's on my list is because I just happened to be first recommending it, but everybody's seen it (laughs) so true and we all loved it and there's not a ton more to say here other than i think a lot of people saw this one i think this thing will be long remembered for being rad um you know we'll see how they do with their sophomore season all that sort of stuff but there it's it's finally a show where they try to do the kind of black mirror lost sort of thing and do it so well that i'm completely in i don't care i they don't stick the landing i don't give a crap i'm in Mm -hmm. The whole way, I just think the acting's great. I can't believe this is a Ben Stiller production. Uh, still blows my mind that that's the case. And you know, Adam Scott, who I already liked, is perfect, perfectly cast for this. Mm-hmm. Just a yes. what a fantastic show! Gosh, and I, I don't mean, want to give shit the away. Entire cast, no, nobody's bad. Nobody yeah. sucks. Yeah. Turturro and Walken. Oh my gosh, and, John Turturro, dude. Yeah. And, even, and freaking I, no. uh, Medium uh, Arquette. Yeah. yeah, Patricia Arquette. She's very Patricia good. Arquette. It's really, really good, and you don't need an Apple device to watch it. Uh, I don't know why some in the chat are like, I don't have Apple stuff. You want to play it on anything. I watched it on, <laughs> the first time through, I watched it on um, an Xbox Series X, and yeah. the next time I'll watch it will probably be on this Roku over here in front of my treadmill. Say, there's an Apple app, Apple TV app for your Amazon Fire yeah. Uh, for your Roku, for whatever device. Think so. of it as Netflix or HBO. Or they're just It's just an yeah. app. It's an app. So you have to do anything weird, okay? And you can sign up for a month, get pay pay well free if you um 
I can't remember what their free offer is, but even a month is only going to set you back five bucks. And um, and we've recommended so much stuff on Apple TV that you'll have a you'll have no problem filling that month with stuff you want to watch. So I know we're still in the middle of Slapgate, but has anybody seen that new Will Smith thing on there? The um, no, no, and maybe it does feel a little too. Uh, that cheek is just a little too raw still yeah. for me to. <laughs> Feels like I just I'm not in the mood to see him act right now. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but I kind of want to. I don't know. I like. I hear. I hear his new movie slaps. Yes, it's a real slapper. Uh, all right, so there you go. That's uh, once again Severance uh, available on Apple TV. Brian, what is your second to last one? Well, if uh, if I didn't hook you with Allison Duty, then let's see if I can get you with Imogen Poots. Mm. Uh, another another great last name. They got to get them together. Poots and Duty. Poots and Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new buddy cop film, yeah. Poots and Duty. I'd watch that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this is uh, look. You want your you want your sci-fi, Scott. You like your sci-fi. I do. But like I know my you sci-fi. also like your western. I do. Right. Yeah. What if I told you that I could give you both with with uh, one one uh, series? I'd say a you're Wyoming a dirty, ranch? dirty liar, dirty liar, Brian. Well, you get ready to be proven wrong. Mm. Um, this is a, a series called Open Range. It's a sci-fi western, neo-western, starring Josh Brolin, Lily Taylor, and the aforementioned Imogen Poots. Hold on. It's not um, Open Range, is it? Open Range. No, that's different. No, Outer Outer, outer Range. range. I, yeah, Open Range is the, the Costner did I, movie. Did I say Open? I thought I said Outer. No, you said Open, but you're good. I did. Okay. Yeah. Funny. Because uh, I'm looking right at my <laughs> notes of Open Well, range. I mean, for the record, op- uh, Open Range is amazing. Open it's Range is movie. good too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but, but that's, that's old. not what I'm recommending. No. I'm recommending uh, Outer <laughs> Range um, series on Apple Prime Video. It has been renewed for a second season, so the mysteries that are created in the first season will be hopefully answered in the second season. Uh, it's about a Wyoming rancher who finds a weird black hole in his uh, in one of his fields, and um, he doesn't know what this hole does or where it goes and he can't see the bottom of it um but in the process of uh discovering this thing he's also joined by a woman uh imogen poots shows up um this kind of weird uh drifter that's got a, a sort of a connection to both his ranch and the hole um it's very cool very mysterious and and it's um, you know, there were there were a couple really good series like this that came out of Amazon Prime. The other one was the one with J.K. Simmons, where they had oh, the yeah. um, the portal in their basement. Right, that one got canceled. It did. Not and enough we, people like, saw it, I guess, or something. Yeah, which right. is such a bummer. This one at least is getting its second se- season, and it's not on HBO Max, so you know it's going to still get its second season, <laughs> yeah. or at least have a much better chance of getting the second season. Um, it's really good. Out of range uh, on uh, Amazon Prime. Video. I always, I always forget. Image and Poots was the girl in Twenty Eight Weeks Later. She's fantastic in that. Oh wow, well, yeah. It was a long time ago though. She was like twelve. No kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, awesome. I still haven't watched that. I want to watch that. Seems, yeah, you need to watch that. Seems so good before the before the next season comes around. Up my alley. Um, yes. My final pick, and this is my number one pick for the year. It's the one that stuck with me the most, and this is actually kind of hard to pick because Severance is real close. A lot of these are real close for me, but for me, it was Station Eleven. Oh yeah, I Great. loved Station Eleven so much. Um, it's based on a comic book, I think. Yeah. 
Um, But it also uses a comic book, so I always forget. (laughs) Kind of chicken and egg kind of problem in my head. um, Meta. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But Mackenzie Davis is the real star here. And the actual star, but also she's really excellent in it, as she is in everything. Um, This is uh, a a relatively short series. It's a one-off. There's no sequels to it or anything. There's no other, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess considered a mini-series. And I saw it in this year, although I think it may have started airing in 2021, but I think it still counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mackenzie Davis, uh, uh, him, him, Himish Patel, Patel, you know him from, uh, he's the comedian on uh, Avenue 5 that keeps having, right. who's having a real rough time on stage all the time. That's that guy. I <laughs> uh, love him. That's another season that I need to finally uh, go back to and finish season two. Or, or um, watch some, all of season two. Some people that, that I didn't expect that really blew my mind. Lori Petty plays a very interesting character. And uh, Enrico Colantinoni, how do you say Colantoni. his name? The guy who's... Uh, we are so happy. You yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just shoot me. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Um, it's a small role for him, but but an excellent one. Anyway, it is uh, apo- another apo- apocalyptic tale. You know, Scott likes those. Mm-hmm. And um, it's told through a bunch of timelines. Everybody's uh, survivors of some horrible, devastating flu. Again, this was written... Uh, before the pandemic, but it aired during the pandemic. So what are you, you going to do? Anyway, uh, they try to rebuild and reimagine their world. And it's great. Cannot say enough things about this. It stuck with me for a long time. I think it was the acting. The girl that played her young, her younger self, Kristen, young Kristen, this Matilda Lawler girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's doing this very minute, but <laughs> damn it, she's good. She was so good. Like, when when this just got kind of overlooked during Emmy Award season, yeah, I just was like scratching my head. Like, how do you not give that girl best something? She blew mm-hmm. my freaking mind. She was so good, and she's been in other stuff since. She's in that new Santa Clauses series that's on Netflix, and oh yeah, The right. Gilded Age I think is also HBO. She's she's gonna go far, but man, that girl blew my effing mind. Anyway, if you want to see something very cool and you don't mind a little apocalypse in your apocalyptic life. I would check out Station Eleven. I like that word. Yeah, and I hope they never take it from the from streaming because it's amazing. Station Eleven is the name. Yeah, and it stuck with me all year long. All right, Brian, give us your big final one. I don't know how how did we do this? Where I start? Did I start? Or no, you started, didn't you? That's why. Okay. Yep. It's like how did you get to your top your top one before I got to mine? That's it's been throwing me off this whole time. (laughs) Uh, My number one is a series that was on Netflix that is so damn weird. It it almost defies explanation. Um, it is a, a series called Brand New Cherry Flavor. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this is about a um, a writer. Yeah, a writer that uh, moves to L.A. Uh, I'm sorry, director that moves to L.A. Young director, uh, played by Rosa Salazar, and her first encounter with anybody in L.A. in Hollywood turns out to be this real a hole named uh, Lou, who uh, screws her over for her for her project played by eric um, lang he's so good in it eric, yeah yeah um and uh, so she she vows to get revenge and she does that by enlisting the services of a witch played by katherine keener mm-hmm. a fantastic katherine keener like this is katherine keener as good as uh get out katherine keener i and, fully agree she she in a lot of ways stole the show 
Every yeah. time she was on yeah. camera, you're like, you lady are better than any of this. You were insane. No kidding. She's so good. Being John Malkovich, Catherine Keener, I mean, she's just, she's just so good. Um, uh, so anyway, it's on Netflix. Um, the, you know, you're, you're going to watch somebody puke up a kitten. I'm just going to say it. Be Multiple prepared. times. Yeah. More than once. Multiple times. Many kittens. Mm-hmm. A litter. <laughs> a litter of kittens. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, I, you recommended this, and I think I turned right around and watched it like the day after yeah. or started it, and you were yeah. dead on. It is one of the <laughs> weirdest, dark, dark but funny, yeah, uh, strangest things yeah. I've ever seen. Just loved it. And it's it's another thing that's got, like, makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Just the way it's filmed makes you feel a little bit on edge and, and um, um, not so far as to give you anxiety, but, but um, you know, just that, like, uh, little unease. And uh, um, it's so well written and so well shot, and um, is absolutely worth. I always, I always forget she was in Alita: Battle Angel. I always forget. Oh, uh, Rosa Salazar with her big eye, like massive CGI eyes, right? (laughs) CGI eyes. CGI eyes. I still need to see that, but uh, same. I've never seen it either. And that's one of those where I'm just like, that looks dumb. I like Rodriguez a lot. I like his movies, but mm-hmm. sometimes they're hit and miss. Like, and then I just don't get around to it. And I think this is even streaming right now. I should probably just watch it. You definitely should. No. Or we, we, we both should. And then we can see no. if it's any good. Uh, so Brand New Cherry Flavors on Netflix um, and uh, and is my number one recommendation. It's listed as a horror drama streaming television, but I would say it's not, it's not scary horror. And it's almost even a little bit comedy horror Mm -hmm. quirky comedy horror i agree i laughed out loud in parts of it yeah it's not it doesn't take itself so seriously but it also i don't know it's like if cronenberg and i don't know who else i can't think of another director that would be the other side of it It, it's a very unique thing that just feels like its own thing and i don't know where this dude goes next but i'll follow that guy into a fire Mm -hmm. nick Mm -hmm. and (laughs) takaska is his name let's see yeah he's let's see does he have anything new coming up Brand new cherry. Oh, he made. Oh, he wrote Antlers. I liked Antlers. That was a scary. Movie. Yes, that was really good. Yeah. And that wasn't that wasn't super. Oh, wait, Antlers. Now, you know what I'm thinking of the one. Is that the one with the little kid who has? Yeah, I keep seeing like big antler creature. Uh, what's her felicities in it? Oh, then no, I'm thinking of something else that was a series that had a little kid that had that had antlers and they were protecting him from. Oh, no, that's. um. That uh, Nicole recommended it, but yeah. I also saw it, and I also read the comic. It's called Sweet Tooth. Sweet Thank Tooth. You, Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. That comic. That comic yeah. series is a must read. It's so good. That's um, cool. Yeah. Never. Never knew. It was Antlers comic. was good. It didn't review very well, but I liked it. And I had Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons and Graham Greene and some cool actors. You know. Yeah. Well, there um, you go. I'm going to throw a real quick uh, honorable mention in here, only yeah. because I recommended it on the very last recommendals of 2021 <laughs> but uh tick tick boom which is uh, lin-manuel miranda um the musical kind of a semi-autobiographical story of jonathan larson the guy who wrote rent and andrew garfield stars in it and if you didn't know andrew garfield could sing um this will just blow your mind because boy he's a good spider-man and he's a great singer and uh if you like Rent, if you like Hamilton, um, you'll love Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, and it's that's streaming another... still on Netflix. It's an original, right? I think. Uh, no, I don't think so. Because oh. it was on Hulu up until. Oh, okay. Well, no, I take that back. I think it might be. 
I could have sworn we watched it on Hulu initially, and then it disappeared from Hulu and moved to Netflix. But oh, it man. does. I see Netflix at the very bottom of the uh, poster. So yeah, I thought it was one of their Oscar yeah. their Oscar grabs that they were. It might be. Doing. So um, tick tick boom, little honorable mention only because uh, it was like you know right at the end of twenty twenty one. Well, there you go. Uh, that's our favorites for recommendals. Boy, it's good we did this list without the other two. Yes, because I know. Because we'd be we going for another two hours. It, uh, yeah. And without Tom, right? Like this, yeah. is- <laughs> <laughs> this is longer than I thought it would be. But all yeah. good. Uh, thank you all for uh, listening to that. Hopefully some of those recommendations make sense to you. And if you want to track them and find them, you don't have to go far. Go to quicktms.li mm-hmm. and you'll find all of those plus the many we didn't mention. That's available right. now. Yep, I've got, yeah, exactly. I've got both of our new recommendals and our top fives in the in the place where you normally see Nicole and Randy's recommendals we have our lists that's right so. uh, tomorrow we will have a regular show of the show uh, we're going to be here Wendy won't be here but cool. we will have Amy and a good book recommendation a nice nice simple chill Thursday cool uh, here good. on TMS so look forward to that if you're a patron you already know how rad it is to be one and I'm uh, very grateful for all of you who are but if you're not and you'd like an experience that is never with a commercial, never without pre-show content, always with the couch parties and the play dates and the art and the mail and the other monthly 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 benefits or monthly benefits. benefits. <laughs> uh, then uh, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/tms and learn for yourself why this is the time more than ever. That's it for us, Brian. We should play a song on our way out. Do you have one? I do. I do. Stephanie, who um trying to think I, I met her in Chicago before the the last Geek Bowl. Um and I'm trying to think. I don't think she's been to any of our other events. Her and uh hmm. her husband Kyle. Um uh or life partner Kyle, I guess I should say. Uh hello Scrooge and Grinch. <laughs> That's a nice little yeah. combo, except Grinch doesn't begin with a B, so mm. <laughs> Binch. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Barley. I have a request for a very special birthday today, December 27th. Yeah, this would have been yesterday, but we're moving it to today. Meeting Kyle, my best friend and life partner back in 2008, was the best thing to ever happen to me. I am so thankful to have found someone so early in my life, as dating in today's world looks like a total nightmare. I have met so many people over the years, and no one has ever come close to having anywhere near the compatibility that Kyle and I share. These last few years have been hard, not just because of COVID and the financial struggles brought brought upon us by the world, but because of our opposite work schedules that have prevented us from spending every waking moment together like we used to. I'd like to say that last part is an exaggeration, but we really did see each other 24-7. Wow. Uh, I miss you, Kyle. I've been so grateful to have grown with you as one over the last decade, and it's still only just the start of our amazing life together. So here's your song. Initially, I had no idea what song I was going to request for your birthday this year. We do a TMS request for each other every year, and I'm trying to avoid repeats. I know you've developed a seemingly random and person- personally unjustified love for Avril Lavigne this year. <laughs> kind of did. Uh, it could be worse. What is justified is that our favorite churches did a cover of Avril's song. I'm with you. I can handle that. I suppose Kyle, you are great. Have fun listening to this episode at work tonight, even though he's off today. So he'll get to hear it live. Uh, and thank you, Brian and Scott for the amazing shows that you do and for making these requests possible. Love Stephanie and toothless and Salem and olive and 11 who I'm assuming are all, uh, uh, animals and not poorly named children. I agree because those children will regret your choices as they age. So we I will, hope those are we will be answering their questions on a future therapy <laughs> Thursday. 
Sooner than you think. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to it. Here is uh, their cover, or a uh, church's cover of Avril Lavigne's I'm With You. This is a single that they released as part of an uh, Apple iTunes um, session. Uh, so that's, that's where you hear it, or right here is where you hear it. Here's uh, Churches. Nice. Let's play it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. I'm standing on the bridge. I'm waiting in the dark. I thought that you'd be here by now. There's nothing but the rain. No footsteps on the ground. I'm listening, but there's no sound. Isn't anyone trying to find me? Won't somebody come take me home? It's a damn cold night. Trying to figure out this life. Won't you take me by the hand, take me somewhere new? I don't I'm searching for a face Is anybody here? I know Cause nothing's going right And everything's a mess And no one likes to be alone Isn't anyone trying to find me? Won't somebody come take me home? It's a
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You don't have your gravity belt on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.